Corona Regional Medical Center treats our customers as we would like to be treated ourselves, with courtesy, recognition, and respect. It's in that spirit that we are proud to present another episode of our podcast series, Corona Regional Radio. Here's Melanie Cole. Spine damage can cause pain, numbness, and muscle weakness that can make everyday tasks difficult. The Spine Program at Corona Regional Medical Center offers non-surgical and surgical treatment options to help you return to an active life. My guest today is Dr. Richard Lynn. He's a spine surgeon and a member of the medical staff at Corona Regional Medical Center. Welcome to the show, Dr. Lynn. What are some of the most common spinal issues that you encounter every day? I think that some of the most common spine conditions uh, that I encounter on a daily basis is uh, primarily due to normal wear and tear of the uh, spine, referring specifically to osteoarthritis, which uh, causes the space collapse and overgrowth joints to develop uh, that causes impingement on uh, certain neural elements within uh, the spinal canal, such as either the spinal cord or the nerves that are branching off directly from the cord or from the uh, fecal sac. Um, Typically, when this happens, Patients will present primarily with symptoms uh, descriptive of low back pain that radiates down to the legs and sometimes into the toes. And, uh, you know, in addition to that, sometimes they could also present with numbness and weakness depending on how far along in their disease that they are. So when someone comes to you, what's the first line of defense that you do for them? Well, I mean, the first thing you do is you get a good history, and you talk to them and you say, hey, do you have any weakness? Tell me more about the pain. Um, how far down the leg does it go? Because then it gives you an idea exactly of where the uh, issue is in the spine. And, uh, you know, you start with some x-rays, and x-rays, you can't see nerves, you can't see muscles, you can't see ligaments, you can't see much at all. The only thing you're able to see is anything that's calcified, and uh, specifically what you're looking at is the spinal column and the bone. And, uh, you know, one of the most useful things of uh, x-rays is that you're able to evaluate for stability of the spine. And what I like to do is I like to get three views, and uh, I shoot a view uh, from anterior to posterior, which is basically front on, and then another one from the side with the patient flexed forward, and another one with them extended backwards. And what that does is tells me if any of the vertebral bodies are uh, out of alignment. And uh, the condition is called spondylolisthesis, which... Most of the times, it occurs due to the arthritis because the joints get worn out, and so the vertebral segments lose their stability. And then what happens is that when that bone slides out of alignment, it causes problems with the nerves. So then when do you tell a patient that it's time to consider some sort of a surgical intervention? Well, you know, really, it depends if the issue is in the neck or if the issue is in the low back. In the case of patients who are presenting with leg pain, uh, which is usually it's the low back, then, you know, I typically like to exhaust all conservative measures before indicating the patient for surgery, meaning, you know, have they tried anti-inflammatories? Have they been through physical therapy? Um, have they tried to modify their daily activities? And the last thing is, is that what I do is if they tried all that and they still have this pain down their legs that they consider is intolerable, then what I do is I send them for a pain consult to the pain doctor for an injection of lidocaine and steroids targeting the nerve and see if that is able to temper down their uh, their pain. In some cases, patients get an injection and then I never see them again for years. Um, in other cases, the injection works for six months, they go for another one, they last two months, and they go for a third one, and then it lasts for about a week or two. And at that point, you know, you t- 
tell yourself that, you know, the injections are presenting with diminishing returns. And at which point you tell the patient, listen, we've already tried everything. Um, if you don't want to continue to live with this pain, um, then I would recommend uh, surgical intervention. Now, if they're presenting with weakness, then, you know, you present to them the options like, hey, this weakness may get worse. If I do surgery on you, the main purpose of the procedure is to prevent further decline of your motor strength. If, I, if the surgery is successful, you may get some strength back, you may not, because nerves are a little bit hard to predict. Um, but weakness will be an indication for surgery. In the case where they have progressive weakness, where it's day one, they're having a little bit of weakness, lifting their feet off the ground when they walk. Day two, they're not walking anymore. Then that's a indication for immediate surgical intervention. In the case with the neck, I mean, usually when there's a nerve being pinched in the neck, um, you it could be, depending on the location, it could be more dangerous because, because the spinal cord is there. And because it's very high, it affects everything downstream. So if a nerve is being pinched in the neck, it could theoretically affect the leg. In that case, your, your threshold to pull the trigger and uh, bring the patient to the OR for decompression is a little bit lower. And can these surgical interventions be done minimally invasively? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, there's some new approaches. And, uh, you know, there's traditionally, we, for the lumbar spine, the low back, we had to uh, instrument patients and fuse them, either going in from the back or going in from the front, both of which involves a pretty reasonable, healthy size incision and a significant amount of blood loss. There's a new procedure called uh, the X-List, um, which stands for Extreme Lateral Interbody Fusion, which we go in from the side. And uh, we make two small incisions, uh, probably about maybe an inch and a half each. And, uh, you know, we dock down onto the spine from the side. There's not a whole lot of tissue dissection. And we go through the muscle called the psoas, and uh, we slide the nerves out of the way. And we go in and we take out the disc at a specific level, put it in a cage, and some surgeons will even put a plate on and put a couple screws in, and that's, that's their fusion right there. How fascinating now the X-Lift cannot be used for all types of lumbar conditions, correct? For ones that are a little bit lower down? Correct. Absolutely. You're right on that. So the, it depends on where in the country you're serving, but a lot of people that do X-Lift, uh, they won't go down to L4, L5 because they consider that a more dangerous level because it's difficult. And the reason what makes it difficult is that the iliac crest is there. And sometimes that blocks the entrance to the L4, L5 disc space. In addition to that, um, the nerves, the lumbar plexus are more at risk at the L4, L5 level. However, um, there's a lot of guys who are very experienced in uh, this procedure that can do an L4, L5 and get it done in 20 minutes. And really, there's no complications. Dr. Lin, we hear that word stenosis all the time. It's kind of the catch-all term. And so many millions of Americans suffer from lower back stenosis, lumbar spinal stenosis. What do you tell them every day when they come to you for back pain? You know, I tell them that, you know, for whatever reason, um, and I usually blame it on arthritis, that uh, their spinal canal uh, is smaller than what it needs to be. And there's just not enough room for the nerve. And so there's pressure on the nerves. The nerves are flaring up. And that's why they have their pain and uh, sometimes their weakness and numbness down their legs. So in just the last few minutes, what should people with spinal issues think about when considering spinal surgery or seeking care? You know, anyone that suspects that they have issues with their spine and spine issues primarily present, again, with leg pain. You know, it's not necessarily back, it's leg pain that really, you know, causes my ears to perk up when I'm talking to a patient. 
And if they suspect that they have, you know, this burning feeling down their leg and it's bothering them, then they should go see their physician about it and hopefully get a referral to a reliable spine surgeon. And, you know, as far as considering, you know, whether or not to have surgery, really the answer is, you know, that I present to the patient is, can you continue living with this pain? You know, if they say it's tolerable, you know, it doesn't really bother me, flares up every now and then, then I say, you know what, let's ride it out. Let's try some medications, let's try some physical therapy, and let's see how you do. If, however, they say, you know, I can't sleep at night, I can't function during the day because I can't concentrate because I'm too tired or I'm in too much pain. I've already tried everything. This pain is driving me crazy. Then, I mean, it's time to have a surgical intervention. And the reason why you want to wait it out to the point where you really don't have any choice is because spine surgery is dangerous. I mean, it's uh, with it comes a lot of possible bad complications. And why should they come to Corona Regional Medical Center for their care? We have a good staff over at Corona, and I think that's really what counts at the very end. The nursing staff is, in my opinion, you know, second to none, um, number one. Number two is uh, the OR, the facility, is great, and uh, they have dedicated rooms set up just for spine, specific instruments, you know, available there just for spine. Uh, on top of that, you know, the, there's a there's some great spine surgeons there. And uh, the guys that I work with, you know, they make sure that the cases are truly indicated and uh, that uh, the patient really has no other option than to undergo surgery before indicating them. Thank you so much, Dr. Lin, for being with us today. You're listening to Corona Regional Radio with Corona Regional Medical Center. For more information, you can go to coronaregional.com. That's coronaregional.com. Physicians are independent practitioners who are not employees or agents of Corona Regional Medical Center. The hospital shall not be liable for actions or treatments provided by physicians. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.